Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Les Talk. LES is in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where we take sports way, and I mean way too seriously. And we're excited to do the same with you guys today. We've got a great episode for you guys today. We're going to have a BYU-USF preview. Oh, yes. Very looking forward to this game. A uh, little worried, but... <laughs> Trap game, maybe. I don't know. We'll <laughs> talk about we'll it. We'll see. I have a guest picker on the pod, our upsets and picks of the week. It's going to be a fun one. So oh, without yeah. further ado, let's bool. That field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, that's right! Let's back this booler. Yeah! Ah! Let's go wild, Let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're at a waterfall, dude. Oh, oh, oh. We put this spot down here. Go, 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 Alrighty, here we go. So uh, let's hit some quick news. Let's go for it. Yeah. Before it happened in the VAE game, um, did you see Conor McGregor's first pitch the other night? Um, I'm I'm struggling to answer that because I saw it. Would I consider it a pitch? Absolutely not. He threw that thing way into the stratosphere. That w- that w- came nowhere close to the catcher. It was so bad. Katy Perry threw a better first pitch than that. <laughs> he, he almost We're watching like, it right now. <laughs> he hits the back wall. <laughs> he almost hits a couple of girls that are sitting in the front row. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Conor McGregor, stick to fighting. Yeah, sports with balls in them. Uh, yeah, they're not your forte. They're not for him. <laughs> you just see the catcher's face go. The mascot. <laughs> yeah. So never let Conor McGregor throw a ball mm. anywhere. Don't let around him near you. a ball. Nope. Mm-hmm. Like the he should be locked in a closet <laughs> with no ball or round objects of any kind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, what else is going on in the college football world? Uh, we got Kayvon Thibodeau, the star mm. defensive end at Oregon. Oh, yes. Announced that he's coming out with his own cryptocurrency. Interesting. Now, I forget exactly what it's called. It's named after some it's uh, like charity or... Dollar J something. J, J something. I don't know. All I know is that that's not what it should be named. Yes. Kayvon missed a huge, huge opportunity. We got to call it Thibbo Dollars. Thibbo Dollars, man. How did he not think of that? I, I don't know. I mean, charities are great, but... <laughs> He would get a lot more. Uh, <laughs> he'd get a lot more sales. Or I, what sales? that's that's just a beautiful sentence. The way to start the sentence. Charity is great, but <laughs> just like whatever comes after that, you know, it's gonna be you something catastrophically hilarious. <laughs> Double dollars. Double dollars. That's what. Dollars. That's what we're calling it. Well, it's like it's like. USD, and that's going to be like his name, and then everybody is just going to call it Simple Dollars. Anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. All I know is that I am buying exactly <laughs> zero cents worth of that thing. Oh, 100%. another pump and dump scheme or whatever. I don't understand <laughs> cryptocurrency. It's way over my head. Yep. Uh, if you uh, know anything about it, uh, hit us up on social media. Yeah. Message us on at Les Talk 
at Let's Talk Pod on Instagram and yes. teach us about cryptocurrency. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some Thibba dollars. We got some, uh, we're going to start to get a little more involved with the uh, social media. Yeah. We're going to start putting out like some polls and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. everybody go follow us. Uh, yeah. We posted some today. Posted some questions and we posted some uh, uniform previews. Yes. So yeah, hop on our Instagram, check us out, interact with us on there. Yeah, we love it. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, other news around college football, my Ohio State Buckeyes are sitting C.J. Stroud. They say it's because of his shoulder, but with the way that he's performed, yeah, we don't really know. Because apparently he's still available for the game, but they're just going to rest him. Um, right. But yeah, so we're probably going to see Kyle McCord out there, which yeah. I've been calling for for a while now. So I think every Ohio State fan in the world has for a yeah. little bit now. Let's just hope that he is... Not bad at football. Yeah, I mean, man, this is this is crazy because I'm listening. All the like reporters I've been listening to have been saying that Ryan Day really believes that this is that this is CJ Stroud's job. Okay, but now he's in a sticky situation. If the backup quarterback plays really well this week, are people gonna revolt if he starts CJ Stroud again come next week? Yeah. I mean, and it really is a sticky situation because Ohio State plays Akron this week. Ooh. And so a lot of fans might see a good performance and be like, see, that's why you should start Comicord, not CJ Stroud. But it's Akron. It's Akron. So I could throw for 600 yards against Akron. You have. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. On NCAA 13. Yeah. I really have. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just something to look out for this week. Uh, track his performance. In the football landscape at large, we had an interesting Monday night football game. We failed to talk about that. Um, can I just say, the Vikings kicker sucks. He's bad. He had a 37-yard field goal to win the game. Man, Kirk Cousins goes and drives the entire field, puts it in the middle of the field. It wasn't even on a hash. On the middle of the field, right. <laughs> and he swings it wide right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, but got our friend, uh, dear friend of the program, mm-hmm. uh, me and Justin both know him very personally. Yep. We've had dinner at his house. Yeah. Gus Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, he's the GOAT. I He is my favorite call. I would take him over Kirk and uh, Fowler, him and Joel. I. Gus just has the best calls. He does. And then when when the when the uh, Vikings kicker misses field goal, he goes, "He missed it! He missed it!" <laughs> the dude was like having a heart attack. Like it was incredible <laughs> to listen to. It Love really him. Great. Yeah, let's uh, get him on the pod. Yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> I'll reach out. We'll, we'll, yeah, I'll text him. All right. Yeah, we'll reach out to Gus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, watch for him and Joel, the arguably the best duo in sports commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 a.m. at Fox. They're going to be calling the Notre Dame Wisconsin game. So watch out for that. Look at that. Um, and then one other thing before we get to BYUCF uh, Thursday night, tonight is Marshall at App State, which yeah. is a good little teaser for this weekend. Yeah, I think a lot of people are looking forward to this. It's football early in the week that people can appreciate that you know they don't, they don't have to watch a Thursday night football game and watch some terrible team get blown out or something. They can watch yep. two terrible teams play each other and. It's always just a beautiful thing when be two bad teams play. So I think App State's going to win this game, but it'll just be fun to watch. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, my pick is App State to cover the spread. There Seven you go. Um, so yeah, let's just get into our BOUCF preview now. Um, USF, not US- UCF. I wish it was UCF. Oh, man. <laughs> so <laughs> spread is 23 points. Mm-hmm. BYU is favored by a large margin. Yep. Um, 
I mean, we've barely scored 23 points in each yeah, game this well, season. Yeah, we scored so. like, what, 27 and... 26 and 24, I think. So, we'll see if BYU can uh, win a game by 23, much less <laughs> just get to 23. Yeah, 27 is the most that we've scored. 24, 26, and 27. So, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully we do a little better there. Um, nobody's expecting this game to be close. Mm-hmm. USF has really struggled this year. They're not what they have been in years past. Um, but it begs the question, because USF is so bad, and because BYU is so, air quotes, good, good this yeah. year, <laughs> is this the biggest trap game that BYU has faced in a long time? Uh, I think... In a long time, yes. I think it is the biggest trap game since the last time we played them. Mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that depending on how the Utah State game goes on Saturday, because if Utah State comes up, comes out and like slaps Boise, this That'll could be, be a massive trap game. Because yeah. I think, like you said, South Florida is nothing like they have been in the past, but I think their record doesn't exactly reflect um, who they are. Because their two losses came one to NC State, which was very bad. Yeah, forty-five to zero. Forty-five zero. But then they put up thirty-eight and forty or thirty-eight and twenty points in consecutive weeks. They put up twenty on Florida, whose which, defense was is really good. Yeah, they held Alabama to like one touchdown in the second half. So yeah, but they also gave up seventeen points to Florida A and M. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> they're not very good, but. I don't think BYU is at the point yet where we can just, you know, put it on coast. Yeah, BYU needs to keep the momentum rolling. The, the reality is the two weeks after this are going to be really tough for BYU. Rivalry games, we got the away mm-hmm. game in Ogden, not Logan. It's going to be really emotional. So we really need to give our offense something to feel good about mm. going into those two games because we know that Utah State can put up points. Oh, yeah. They've scored like 40 points in the last three games. So Yeah. Something to look out for. I Something that's huge for me. I want to get up big. I want to get up big early. And I want to stay ahead because our starters need rest, man. They like do. you could see Tyler Algier during the Arizona State game. He was starting. Huffing you know, and puffing. Yeah. So because after three straight games, I've had the starters in start to finish. We need a game where we can get the starters out by halftime. Get everybody, you know, get our backups some uh, some reps and whatnot, so that we go into Utah State as healthy as possible. Because after that, we got Utah State, Boise State, and then Baylor. Yeah, and that's kind of what Gunnar Romney was saying. He's saying that the offense needs to perform better. Gunnar said that the offense is a lot better than it's shown. We really need them to showcase that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into a little bit of the team-by-team analysis. We'll start out with the Southern Florida Bulls. <laughs> They have three running backs with 20-plus carries this season. Mm-hmm. So it's a rotating running back. It's it's a stable. They're just going through it over and over <laughs> stable again. Stable bulls. And then they, got, they have a QB with 26 carries. So they have four people this season with over 20 carries. Between them, they average about 129 rushing yards per game, which it's isn't great. Yeah, which in, it's interesting because they're sharing the load a lot, but it's not like it's producing that much. Yeah. So I think BYU... Given what we did against Arizona State, um, as w- as far as containing it to you know little to no gain, not like huge gashing runs like against Utah, I think we'll be able to hold them to this number, 130. Yeah, I think that will be a key to success. And I think we need to because watching, I was watching BYU Sports Nation this morning, mm-hmm. and they pointed out that actually this year, 
is the most yards per run that we've been given that we've given up in the Kalani Sataka era. Wow. So that's something that we need to address and we need to do a lot better against these bulls and not let them rush because let's be honest, they can't really throw the ball. Mm-mm. They've been splitting time between two quarterbacks. They're starting to lean towards this guy named Timmy McLean, all-time name. Yeah, that's a great name. Not a quarterback name, though. <laughs> yeah, he's like straight out of a Tom Sawyer book. I can <laughs> just see this little guy in like these little rags running around with bare feet, painting fences. Yep. I don't even know the story, but yeah, that's what I envision. <laughs> anyway, um, it'll be a second start. He's exactly 50% on the year. Um, he's only thrown one touchdown, two picks. So, yeah. like you said. They're not a huge threat on offense, so I'm not really worried about our defense, but like you said, we need to show that we can just shut a team down completely instead of giving up, you know, a bunch the bend not break, you know, yeah. give them all the yards but not the points. We need to put that to a stop too. Yeah, we really need to do that. Their defense has been all right on the year. I mean, they're actually they're giving up 35 points a game, which is not good. Not that so good. their defense isn't great. Uh, they have three interceptions this year. But they've been they've been playing Florida A and M University, which is where I think they That's got at least two of them. Probably so, where they get most of their picks. So something I need to see this week from BYU. I mean, because that's most of our analysis on USF. Something I need to see this week. I need to see Jaron Hall take care of the ball the way he did the first two weeks. Mm. Because like we talked about, he was reckless week three against Arizona State. Very. He needs to take care of the ball a lot better against USF and not get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is going to be a revenge game for Jaron Hall. Yeah. Because <laughs> he lost his game. He lost his game, and he got injured in that game, too. Yeah, he got concussed. concussed. So I think he, hopefully, he is the Michael Jordan I'm taking this personally, and he comes out slinging. <laughs> That's what I really want to see from him. I think we'll be able to take care of the ball just because I don't think he's going to be forced into situations in which he'll have to force passes, mm-hmm. which you could take it the other way, right? And be like, oh, this defense is bad. I can make that throw when he really can't. Yeah. I think he's smarter than that. I the one so thing too. I want to see from him, though, is that he comes out swinging because we've yeah. seen him in the first and third quarters, just complete slump, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I mean, it's not like Zach Wilson bad, but it hasn't been good. So we need Jaron Hall to come out slinging the ball. Take care of it, not get injured, like you said. But what I mainly want to see is from Jaron on our offense is points in the first and third quarter. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about our expectations for this game. We're all, we've already kind of addressed whether or not this is a trap game. Uh, we actually have a poll out right now on our Instagram <laughs> story at Let's Talk Pod on Instagram. Go ahead and answer and you know participate. Yeah. How many points would you like us to score in this game? <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna be honest. We need to score 30-plus, at okay. least. At the very least, we need to score you know, in the 30s. We should be scoring in the 40s and 50s against this team, given our our skill, that, you know, our depth at the position groups. Um, but 30 is a bare minimum against this bad team. Okay, yeah, and I, I kind of agree. I really want to see at least six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So I want to see 42 points at the very least in this game. BYU needs to prove to me that their offense can score if we're going to have continual success throughout the rest of the season. I like that. I really like that. How much do you want to see in the first half? Because if this goes according to plan, we'll probably, you know, put in the backups and, you know, pull on the reins a little bit. Yeah, I want to see 28 in the first half. I want to see two touchdowns per quarter. I want to see us come out slinging. I don't want to see us have a three and out in the first quarter against the USF Bulls. We cannot do that. So, yeah, that's that's what I want to see. Okay. I like that. Uh, 
my computer is speaking to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what happened there. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. What about how many points are you willing to give up, or do you expect us to give up? Um, throughout the game, I want to see no more than no more than two scores. Three if one of them's a field goal. Okay. So I want to keep them under, ideally under ten points. Right. But I could, I could fathom giving up seventeen. I wouldn't absolutely have a heart attack if we gave up seventeen. Especially points. if ten of them come in the fourth quarter. Exactly. Right. Yeah. If they come during garbage time, if they come when our backups are in, yeah, I wouldn't have a heart attack about it. Yeah, I agree. For me, we gotta hold them scoreless in the first half. We are more than capable of doing that. So. Yeah. I think if we can hold them to zero in the first half, it won't really matter to me as long as, like you said, it's like 17 or under. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. I I just, my mind is set on blowing them out in the first half and just, you know, turning on coast mode with the backups, yeah. which we're deep enough that we should be able to keep a very sizable lead. So. Absolutely. Um, as far as my score prediction, I'm going with that. I'm rolling with that. I think BYU figures it out this week. Our offense is like, hey, we can score more than 20 points a game. Let's Look go. at that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to win 45 to 10. You know, I'm kind of buying into the trap game vibes. You know, uh, historically, BYU has done this. Last year, we did a good job of putting our foot on the necks of bad teams very true. and then driving it through, not just letting up. Very true. This year, if it'll happen, I don't know. We struggled against Arizona, who has proved to be a very bad team. <laughs> so I'm buying into the trap game. I think BYU wins, but they win by a small margin, 31-23. to I would not like that. <laughs> I would not like that either, but, you know, that's is, my prediction for what's going to happen. It's a very big possibility. Yep. Um, and then one last thing, who wins the uniform battle this week? BYU is going with the throwback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm calling it a throwback because it's no longer <laughs> the primary. Just the classic white helmet, white pants. Uh, Navy jerseys. Navy jerseys. South Florida has got some pretty dope jerseys. They're going all white with green trim. It honestly looks pretty good. Looks pretty clean. Yeah, um, I think this is... I'm going to be honest... The South Florida jersey, it looks like it's one of those that looks great in photos, but on the field, I don't think it'll look incredible. Okay. I think BYU's going to win this uniform battle and therefore win the game. All right. Uh, for me, it's a tough one. I I totally get what you're saying with the looks good on or like on a, in a picture, like the little green parts on the shoulder pads. I'm yeah, so playing sure on about. a green field. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah. I don't know. It's a close one. The photo shoot is awesome, but I don't yeah, think the unis, is, the unis don't match the photo shoot background. No, so. they don't. Yeah, I'm going with BYU in the uniforms. And uh, think about last week. Arizona State wore uniforms that they didn't show on their Twitter, so like we got it wrong. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were sick unis. Yeah, those were amazing. The black and gray with, with the, the yellow. yellow helmets. Oh. Those were incredible. Very beautiful. Very clean. Man, those are those are something to look at, man. That's honestly what kept Arizona State in the game. Yeah, if That's it wasn't why, for that, we would have won by six thousand. Oh yeah, but yeah. easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, there's our uh, little BOUCF USF. Dang, I keep saying USF Provo or 
I'm just going to stop talking here. <laughs> okay. That is our BYU-USF recap. The USF yes. Bulls, not University of Central Florida, Southern Florida. That's our recap. Now we're going to go in. We have a guest picker on the podcast. Oh, yes. It's going to be Once a lot again. of fun. We loved talking to him. We loved having him on the show. It was a great little interview slash you know, picking session. Yeah. It was awesome. But, be- but before we get to that, we have a couple ads for you guys. So, moving on. This episode of Les Talk is brought to you by bananas. Yes, the yellow fruit that is so delicious to eat. We on this podcast love bananas. We are big potassium fans. And you know what's loaded with potassium? Bananas. Bananas are a great fruit. You can take them on the go. They have that peel that keeps them safe. So you don't have to worry about putting it in like a container or with an ice pack. You can just carry it wherever you go. It's amazing. We love bananas. I've eaten a banana with the peel completely on before. Jared is a witness. I love bananas and we know that you will too. Thank you bananas for your support on this podcast. Go buy a banana. Have you ever wanted a sport? And the idea of a sport is so intriguing and fascinating and it arouses new emotions in us. Now, There are a lot of sports to choose from. There are college sports. There are professional sports. There's sports with balls. There's sports with one ball. But we have the best sport for you. This sport is a great sport. It's my favorite sport. It's our favorite sport on the podcast. It's college football. College football is the best sport out there. Football inherently is better than all other sports. and college sports are inherently better than professional sports. So, college football is a combination of the two best things in the world for you. It will arouse emotions that you didn't know you had. It will make you angrier than if you slipped on a banana peel. That doesn't happen because we love bananas. And it speaking of bananas, the most maddening thing in the world besides college football is Mario Kart. And this podcast is not brought to you by Mario Kart because it's freaking rigged and every time you're in first place and about to finish, you get hit by a blue turtle shell and the computer finishes in front of you and then you lose. So you need to go watch college football. It will get you every time. Go Cougars. Alrighty, welcome back. Those are some fantastic ad reads. We are Absolutely super beautiful. grateful for our sponsors. They are so good to us and give us a lot of product. <laughs> yep. Always, they're the best. We and love them. <laughs> we are back with a guest on the podcast. Heck yeah, we're gonna have uh, our guest on. We'll introduce him in a second, and we are also going to schmiegel a beagle. Schmiegel on a beagle. On a beagle. Yeah, I don't know. I just wrote that into the script, and Jared read it anyway. So, yep. Call me Ron Burgundy. All right. <laughs> so let's go. Here on the podcast, we have everybody. Let's give a drum roll. Elliot Call. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? What's up? Super pumped to be doing this. Heck yeah! All right. Introduce yourself to our listeners. Who are you? Where are you yeah. from? Who the heck are you, man? How yeah. do you know us? Who am I? Who am I? Um, my name is Elliot Call. I was born and raised in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, spent a couple of years in the lovely land of Ohio. Nice. Yep, O-H-I-O. Um, had some great bonding experiences out there. 
It was a bonding sure. time. Yep. Um, so a big Buckeye fan, and yes, someday I do plan to go back to Ohio on vacation, Ooh. despite what oh. Joakim Noah said. Vacation <laughs> um, on to Ohio. To Ohio. Yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? Sit in a room um, and do nothing? Yeah, probably go to a game. <laughs> you know, probably spend most of my time inside. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's a little bit about me. All right. Nice. Uh, me and Eli are cousins. Yep. By the way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought I'd mention that. Um, <laughs> what are your favorite sports, both to play and to watch? Favorite sports. So, okay, real quick, I wanted to tell a quick story. Did you come with us to the Tennessee game? Oh, I did. Yeah, okay, I was there. Okay. Yep. That was the first time I met you. Yep. Right, Justin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite stories from that game, just really quick, was yep. do you guys remember when you were driving back from? Or driving to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. And the remember lady whipped out the happened? pistol at us. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the craziest things. We're driving down the freeway and your dad, Kevin's driving. Yeah. Jared's dad. And I mean, we got to get to the airport quick. So he's flying down on these Atlanta roads. And the people in the South are so nice. Like they've been so hospitable to us. And he kind of gets on the, like the, did he cut him off like this biker game? Yeah, I think he just <laughs> cut off this lady. I don't even think that he saw her just because, yeah. you know, like sometimes you don't see a motorcycle in your blind spot, especially because we're driving yeah. like a huge like van. Yeah, like yeah. passenger van. And yeah. like they were catching, they were like going fast in the lane yeah. beside us. And so it's not like we almost hit them, but like they were coming up fast and we got over in front of them and we're like slower than they were. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, human mistake, right? So he does it, and, and then he gets back over in the other lane, and these motorcyclists, this lady motorcyclist, like, comes yeah. up, and she's right next to us, and she just pulls a gun out of her holster and just sets it on her knee. Yeah. And, <laughs> just looks and at and us. Everyone, and the dads are like, oh, my gosh, everyone get down. We're gonna get I'm like, like we're going to die right here. Like, just, we're going down. Like, Justin's one of us, man. Um, like, what was that? That was the Georgia. We were in Georgia, right? Yeah. The Georgia was, freeway. The Georgia yeah, interstate. Georgia interstate, yep. Packed full of cars. Yep. <laughs> Just... Crazy. So it was at that moment that I knew he was he was one of us. Heck yeah. Yep. yep. So that was a good time. Adversity um, creates brotherhood. <laughs> That's right. Um anyways, I'll just favorite sports, basketball, football, uh recently golf. Mm. Um I Heck do yeah. I've gotten obsessed with golf. Um it brings out a side of me that I don't love. I've really gotten in touch with my out of control emotive state. Oh my god. Okay. It's truly a test whenever I golf. If Elliot's going to like hold up under pressure and hold his stuff together, or if he's going to lose it. So we should do a fun game of roulette. We should do like a golf trip with us three and just live stream it. Oh, I would love that. That'd That'd be be incredible. I love that. So, So you're a golf guy. We got to ask the golf question. Oh, Um, yep. Brooksy or Bryson? You know, I, at first I thought I would be a Bryson guy because I feel like Brooks kind of bullies him. You okay. Know? Yeah. He's like a little overbearing, and he just makes fun of him. Like, ah, oh, poor Bryson. Like, mm-hmm. but then I just see how Bryson interacts sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, now I can see why Brooks bullies him. <laughs> Bryson's like, just a dweeb. Yeah, he is. Like, who wouldn't bully someone like that? <laughs> like, he's just like like the clip where he like you know on that playoff where he tells uh, Cantley, he's like, hey Patrick, could you stop walking? <laughs> Yeah. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a Brooks guy. All okay. right, there we go. But uh, an all-around fan of Brooks and Bryson content. Love it. Mm-hmm. Golf right. needs more of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, they had dinner together. That's and apparently Bryson Bye. said that something fun is coming in the future. No way. <laughs> yeah. I, I would pay yeah. a lot of money to Pay-per-view see Pay-per-view match. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. I would do that. Catch I, me I'd watching that. <laughs> 
That would be great. Um, let's see. What are the teams? Um, Your teams. Professional teams. college. All yep. around. Yep. So, obviously, big BYU fan. Born and raised. Of course. Um, love it. Died in blue. Um, Ohio State fan as well. Of course. Um, and just, I mean, really quick, I do hate the stigma of people being like, oh, you can only like one team, you know? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I have such a better time being a fan because I, as a BYU fan, it's just a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Cardiac You're cougs. so depressed. Yes, yeah. yes, Fair yes, enough. yes. Yeah. I love that term, cardiac cougs. Um, and it's just nice to know that I'm always going to be rooting for a perennial playoff team who will win a national championship every few years. That, that may be like a terrible <laughs> take. You know, I know people like hate that. Like, oh, you should stick to one team. But it's it's bliss. It's fandom bliss. Mm-hmm. No, At least I one get team's going to win on Saturday. Right? Usually. You hope. I mean, it was flipped the other it week. Flipped, yeah. yeah. But I would take that flip in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> And also, it's not like me and Eli are bandwagons. Like, we yeah. grew up in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. our dads went there. So, that's that's very fair. we're off. Yeah. We have, well, we've been to a game. Uh, I have. Or, or, yeah, when we yeah, were little. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we went to games. Yep. Hmm. So, there's that. Love the Jazz. Um, I'm a quiet LeBron fan. Um, wow. So, you know. Um, teams I hate. I don't really have any teams I hate. Um, uh, I do have two Oh, sorry. Yes, Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that, gonna be honest. I that I team like, up north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, it's only when they play them. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I want yeah. Utah to do well. So when we beat them, it, it looks. It means a lot more. Right, that's like, fair. Like yeah. how it is now. Like I'm like, oh, does that really even look good? But who cares? It's a win. A win is a win. A yeah. win. That's true. Um. Yes. Two guys I don't like right now, though, is Ben Simmons. Mm. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, public enemy number one. Public enemy number one. Just such a hateable guy. And he's so easy. Yeah, exactly. He's so easy to hate on and make fun of. Dude, seriously. I mean, he stole the rookie of the year from Donovan. Mm. He thinks he's a top 15 player, right? Like, come on, man. We all saw the playoffs last year. Can't shoot. He's not worth that much. Won't shoot. Won't shoot. <laughs> yeah. Literally won't, won't even shoot. <laughs> Pass up shots. So, and then Aaron Jones. Um, nope. Just, uh, he's probably a great guy. But just quick fantasy side note: I was up by thirty eight point one eight points on Sunday night. Oh um, wow! On Sunday night, I'm like, perfect. I got the win. I'm good to go. Cooper Cup was on my bench, so killing myself for that one. Oh yeah, um, that's rough. But I'm like, this is a win, and I only watched one touchdown of the Green Bay game, and it was the touchdown to Robert Tanyan, the tight end. Yeah. And I found out later that that was the only Green Bay touchdown that Aaron Jones did not score. So Aaron Jones scored 38 point something points, and I lost by 0.32 points. <laughs> so I am now one and one. <laughs> oh, that is rough. Man, Aaron Jones just took so it to you, huh? He took it to me. He took it to me. So there you go. There's That's rough. That's rough. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, and what are you up to? Uh, just I am working right now. Um, I, uh, I stopped going to school, oh, so shh, don't, don't tell anybody. Don't, yeah. Don't tell, yeah. Don't tell like anyone older than like You're 45. Really that, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I work at, I work full time at a company up in Salt Lake and uh, nice. I will get my degree eventually. Um, and that's, yep, I work in tech, so. Very nice. By yep. Tech's Very, a good uh, field to be in. Savvy hipster, right? Yeah. Here. Yep. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Love that's it. Right. But uh, I'm sure you're you're doing well. Yes. Very well. Doing well. Yep. Thriving. Yep. Thriving. Yep. Coming up on two years of marriage. Ooh. Oh, congratulations! congratulations. Yep. yep. 
we That's are awesome. experts now, and uh, we never fight, and it's great. So, oh, never. I'm sure that's that's a classic. That's a good life. Yeah, it's, it's life. a great life. Yep. No, I my wife's great, so we have a good life. Yep. That's awesome. I'd love to hear it. Well, now that you're on, uh, we have to talk about our few our past guests and yeah. how they did. So we're just going to kind of update the listeners on our season picks. Uh, I'm in the lead uh, in our little trio of me, Dan, mm. and Justin. I'm uh, 14 and six. Dan's at 12 and eight, and Justin had a good comeback. Yeah, into the lead there. You know, I, I started off had had a rough week, week one, week two. I was number one in week two, but I'm still uh, last overall in the standings. So that's kind of rough. But it's all pretty close. Within yeah, three it's getting pretty close. We're getting we're within three games. But as for the guests, we've had two guests on so far. We've had Joe and we've had Mark. Joe went six and four, which is respectable. Yeah, I mean that's what I went. So I can, <laughs> that's the best I've done this season. So I can't say anything at all. Mark went five and five, and now we got. Elliot on the podcast to see how he does. As you know, the winner of the guest picks gets a box of Cheez-Its at the oh, end of the season. So there's a lot on the line here. <laughs> Elliot, I remember in high school, like we'd go to movies and stuff. Elliot was all in on Cheez-Its. All <laughs> in. Love Big Cheez-It guy? Big Cheez-It guy. Now what kind of Cheez-Its are we talking? Uh, we were thinking just, you know, classic cheddar. Yeah. But is that, like that. is that your, uh, cheese of choice? I have found, um, an affinity for the cheddar jack cheeses. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little bit of the, the yeah. spice in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. But I mean, original is. No, I like it. One. Whoever wins can pick whatever cheese that they want. Yeah. All right. Just yeah, as long good. as it's not white cheddar. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no white cheddar. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, we were going to do a little bit of a fantasy grip. I think Elliot kind of got it out of his system, maybe, uh, with the Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, Justin? I still got a gripe. Uh, I lost this last week, and I am not happy about it. Um, I beat Jared week one on a total fluke because Jared's Aaron Aaron Rodgers Rodgers. got like 1.3 points. Total fluke. (laughs) This week, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going up against Joe Ludlow. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to do well. Derrick Henry had 47 fantasy points. So I'm like, okay, I'm chilling. Like, I got this. This is Life is good. I still somehow lost by like 40 points. So I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Every year it feels like I draft like a decent team, but it just constantly underperforms. So I suck at fantasy. And, you know, I, I am happy to say that I will never win. I will never win a fantasy <laughs> championship. I've accepted it. And that's just who I am. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yep, there's that's my gripe. The ugly was Aaron Rodgers. I draft. I was like thinking, like you know, all this off season stuff. I'm like, I don't know if his heart's really gonna be in it. But he was the MVP last year. He'll at least do average, right? One point three points. Uh uh-uh, uh, I dropped him like rock Ooh, straight. Dropped him, <laughs> and I drafted Matt St- or picked up Matt Stafford, and Matt Stafford got me like twenty seven points last week. So hey, there you go. I'm doing okay. Matt Stafford, good guy. Uh, I had Antonio Gibson. The Washington running back, and I was, and Danny really wanted him because he's just acquiring all the Washington football <laughs> team starters. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I don't know, Dan. I don't know. Like, let's let's see after week one. And then Najee Harris goes off, and Danny's like, "You want Najee Harris?" I'm like, "Yep, done." <laughs> now <laughs> Najee made. Harris is getting me twenty points. So sweet. There you go. Yeah. Um. But the best for me was Thursday night football. Did you watch Giants football team? Oh my Came gosh. down to the wire. It's yeah. crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I had the Giants kicker. Oh my he got me gosh. 22 points. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? A wow. kicker got you 22, 22 points? points? That's yeah. crazy. The only like player that's salvageable on the Giants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, crazy. pretty much. Truly. That is crazy. 
crazy. Oh, hello. My wife is here. <laughs> Just got home. Do you want to be on the podcast? Can <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, real quick to you about the finish. Just one more thing. I'm in an 18-team league right now. Ooh. Don't do it. Yeah, if those drafts suck. Cut it off at nine. I literally, those, I mean, the later drafts, you're drafting like second and third round players. And I, I just some my my tight end got injured, so I go to pick a tight end. Kyle Rudolph is my choice. Like he's the only guy. It's decent, and he's like splitting time with someone else. That's so rough. Yeah, that's just yeah. Real eesh. quick gripe about eighteen team leagues. They shouldn't exist. Just don't even let us do it. ESPN. Yeah. Just, like make us split the league. So Not who's good. like your quarterback? You, um, Kirk Cousins and Joe Burrow. So, okay, that's not terrible. Yeah, pretty mediocre. Uh, yeah, that's nothing special. Uh-huh. I picked up Dalvin Cook with the second oh, pick in the draft. Okay. okay. And then I drafted 35th. After <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. And picked up Mike Evans. So those are my two all stars. <laughs> and after that, it goes down. It's just, yeah, whatever's left. <laughs> oh, yikes. That's bad. <laughs> all right, yeah. so that's fantasy, but let's move on to the college football yes. world. What we are here for. We are for. getting really, really excited for week four. Now, we're going to start this off by <laughs> our weekly upset picks, which have gone great. Yeah, you can trust us a lot, especially because uh, none of our upset picks hit last week. <laughs> and let's be honest, none of them were even close. None of them even covered the spread. Nope. I had Charlotte, four and a half point dogs. They lost by 11. Justin had Arkansas State, 17 and a half point dogs, lost by 49. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> and then Mark had Purdue, seven and a half. They lost by 14, so not yeah. too bad, but... Yeah, so we're going to do better this week. Heck uh, yeah, Justin, we are. what is your upset pick? I'm really confident this week that this one is going to hit. I know it's going to hit. Okay. The Hilltoppers. Western Kentucky? Western Kentucky are nine-point dogs versus Indiana. Mm. Now, the game is in Western Kentucky. Okay. The Hilltoppers, you know, they have that, their mascot, the, the blob. blob. Second to Cosmo. He is an incredible mascot. I love the blob. Playing in NCA 13, like, you know, you got mascot mode, ma- the ma- oh, mascot yeah. matchup. I love playing as the blob just because it's just like a, a blob. You better see his arms. Just blobs <laughs> running around the screen. Now, Indiana, don't have faith in them. Michael Penix Jr. this year has thrown more interceptions than touchdowns. It's basketball school. He is bad. And I don't think Indiana's very good. Western Kentucky, I think, will win this game. If not, they'll at least cover. All righty. I like that pick, especially because uh, your quarterback's name is B Zap. Zap. Zappy. I don't know how you pronounce it, but yeah, we're going to pronounce it Zap. I love it. Uh, My pick, I'm going with the Champions Classic from the beginning of college basketball. (laughs) Uh, Kansas at Duke. Okay. It's going to be a shootout. These blue bloods going head to head. Uh, Kansas is a 16 point away dog. (laughs) Um, But Duke lost to Charlotte. So we're going with uh, Kansas, who did beat an FCS foe. Yeah, they did. And lost by 29 to Coast Carolina. So they are going to cover that 16-point spread against another basketball school. Yeah, and they didn't look terrible against Coastal Carolina. They looked no okay. Yeah, and there were like some special teams and defensive scores too. Yeah. So that, I like that. That pumped it. So, yeah, look for Kansas to cover that spread. Nice. All right, so uh, for my pick, and I had to have them explain this to me beforehand, um, <laughs> I picked Colorado 14 and a half underdog point underdogs over Arizona State. Oh. Our our boys in black. Um because we all know Colorado almost beat Texas A and M. But two Very weeks close. ago. Yeah, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Seven ten. Maybe the most boring game <laughs> I've ever seen. Um 
And I don't think there's any way that Arizona State's going to bounce back. Ooh. Just like last week, you know? Okay. Um, so I got, that's why I got Colorado, and uh, I'm feeling good. Um, the Pac-12 is just showing up. Dumpster as usual. fire. Yeah, dumpster <laughs> yeah, fire. Yeah, booty. So this will be um, a game that I probably won't watch, but I'll check the score. All righty. Fair enough. Turn Fun on notifications f- on the phone. Yeah. Yep. Fun there fact, uh, I will be at that game. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Me and my wife are going down to Arizona to visit this weekend, and we're going to go to the uh, Arizona State Colorado game. Oh, so my heck yeah. That's I'll be awesome. checking in on your super dog for you, man. <laughs> All right. That's great. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. going to be honest. I really hope that you're wrong, Elliot. I really do. Just <laughs> oh, because. Go ahead. I, I hope that Arizona State wins this game because Utah already sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona already sucks. Oh, horrible. We can't have Arizona State suck too for our like end of the year uh, strength of schedule ranking. We need at least some of the teams that we've beat to do decent. So that's why I'm, I'm rooting for Arizona State and even rooting for Utah mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. I know Arizona's going to go 0 and 12. I'm not rooting for them at all. <laughs> they suck. They lost to the Northern Arizona. Yeah, but Utah and Arizona State, they have potential. Yeah. Well, Eli has experience like betting against BYU and yep. BYU players. Mm-hmm. Would you like to explain that? Uh, your um, thinking. In the Patriots defense? Oh, debacle? yes, yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> last week, I picked up the Patriots defense because I'm like, you know, Bill Belichick, he's always got a great defense, right? Um, and Zach Wilson, um, thank the stars and heaven above, he threw four picks. Yeah. And the <laughs> Patriots defense got me 23 points. <laughs> um, That's a defense. <laughs> right, right. Much like your kicker. Yeah. Yeah. So truly, um, you know, I hate to say it, but betting against BYU has worked for me so far. <laughs> so I'm hoping that it does this time. But I do like your reasoning. It would be nice to see the Pac-12 South get some type of vote. Yeah. Something yeah. in their favor. You know, Sorry. poor guys, they deserve it. <laughs> they deserve <laughs> a know? bone. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, there are upset picks. Yeah. Uh, going 3-0 this week, for sure. Yeah, of course. We're going to go 3-0. Um, so <laughs> we have a quick little nugget that I want to ask you guys for uh ask you guys a question real quick okay talking of like covering spreads being underdogs i want you guys to guess in the last five years so since kalani's been coach what are the two fbs schools that the number one eight and oh against the spread when playing a ranked opponent oh and the second one is four and oh against the spread playing a ranked opponent you're kidding what are the top two teams let's hear wow how long do we get to guess uh I'm gonna give you ten seconds. Oh, ten seconds. Okay. So and real quick, they've they've beat the ranked team eight times. So they they've, haven't. They've covered I, the spread. They've covered, just covered the, the, so the spread. So they've just yeah. The betters thought they were gonna lose by so much, and they lost by less or one. I gotcha. didn't do enough research to figure out right. that part. But you guys okay. have a podcast about betting too. You guys are good at, uh, teachers. Well, uh, but in Cheez-Its. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> know if I'd put money on my picks. Uh, we know a lot, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh-huh. We, we could do a segment on that. But yeah, our <laughs> our picks are based ninety percent off bias and random wins, <laughs> and ten percent on actual analysis. Oh, yeah. so. hey, and we'll bet- get to that in our picks betting, coming right? up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If it's not emotional, then it's not. <laughs> okay, I'm All ready. Right. Two schools. Let's hear it. Number one and number two. Michigan State. Okay. And. Appalachian State. Ooh, okay. Good guesses. Good guesses. Those are good guesses. I am going to go with... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Texas. Mm, okay. okay. And the other one's... I'm, I'm thinking of Pac-12 school. 
Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Oregon State. Oregon Ooh, State. That's a, that's actually a good guess. Okay. All right. This is gonna surprise you guys. All right. Number one in the last five years against the spread against ranked opponents. Eight and zero. Fresno State. Fresno oh, State. Fresno Heck State. Yeah. Eight the and dogs. zero against the spread. Nice. It's amazing. Second one, you guys were never going to get in 100,000 years, UMass. UMass? <laughs> that is impossible. 4-0 against the spread. No against way. Opponents. <laughs> yeah. That wow. is insane. <laughs> Who have they played that's been, wow. That's yeah. amazing. It's not that hard to cover a spread when the spread is like 72. That's true. <laughs> but that's true. Insane. Like, right? Like shout that's, out yeah, to UMass. 4-0. The Minutemen. Yeah. So, shout out to them. Good job. Yeah, and Fresno State, that's the second time they've been on your show, right? Didn't you pick them as your dog? I picked them to beat Oregon, which they almost did. Almost did, yeah. They were a touchdown short. Yeah, and that game was really close. Yeah, it was. Their touchdown came, Oregon's, like, go-ahead touchdown came on fourth and goal. And now they're ranked. Yeah. Yeah. You were yeah. The, I listened to that, and I'm like, wow, maybe I should pay attention to Fresno State. Keep your eyes on them, man. They do they have their QB as our, as our dark horse Heisman pick. Yeah. Ooh. Hainer, Heiner? Heiner, Heiner. Son. Heine or Heiner Heaney. I like it. Heine. All right. Yep. Heine key. Love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there is also one game that we didn't get to on our big picks, but it's something to look out for. Yeah. Something has to take about this. Talk about. Um, Nebraska at number 20, Michigan State. So Jared's saying that Michigan State is back. He's loving I'm Michigan State. He's loving Sparty. Now, I've been listening to a lot of talk saying that Nebraska is not as bad as they showed against Illinois. First game of the year, all the pressure, zero. yeah, week zero, Madness. all the pressure on on their coach. You know, the, the Scott Frost was like in the headlines left and right, left and right. Now, the last two games have played really well, and their defense played incredible against Oklahoma. Very true. Oklahoma, who's known for having offensive firepower, only scored, what was it, 20 points? 23 points. 23, 23 points against them. So I think Nebraska's defense is legit. I think they will play Michigan State very well. I'm not going to say that they're going to win. Spread is they five. Are, they're five-point dogs. I'd say they're going to cover that spread. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is interesting, because I've been on the wagon of Michigan State all the way at their back. They're, you know... What's his name? Their coach has him. Forgot his name. Uh, I don't know. He's cool and he has him back. But <laughs> I just I can't Tom get Scott, Scott Thre- <laughs> yes. the basketball coach. Yes. 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 <laughs> How is this five point spread? Nebraska hasn't been good at basketball ever. I know. <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I've also heard some people talking about Nebraska like that. So yeah, I do you like that? They. I was very impressed with the way they played with Oklahoma. I like that take. That was a, yeah. It was actually a really fun game to watch. It was a very fun it game was very to watch. Entertaining. Yeah. Yep, yep. I love seeing Rattler get rattled. <laughs> <laughs> the snake. Uh, speaking of Rattler, as we get to our big picks there. So, they're, number, they're our first game, but uh, just a quick overview. Big picks, 10 games every week. We choose outright winners, not against the spread. Dan's not here with us. We have his picks. We got Elliot with us. We're just going to go through. Let's make our pick, shall we? Let's go for it. Do we want to go left or right? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I'll talk about Dan's picks. Uh, so first game, West Virginia at number four, Oklahoma. Oklahoma favored by 17 points. This game will be on 5.30 Mountain Time on ESPN. Um, Dan is picking Oklahoma. Dan thinks Oklahoma is going to win this game. I think a lot of people are saying that West Virginia is legit mm-hmm. and that Oklahoma is a fraud team. 
Okay. I do agree. Oklahoma is a fraud team. But I don't think West Virginia is legit either. Okay. I think Oklahoma will drop a dumb game this year. I don't think it's this one. I think Oklahoma takes this dub. Okay. Okay. I like that. So, listen to this. I like to compare mascots, right? Right. Yeah, My sure. inner Mike Leach likes to bring that up. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? A boomer sooner or a mountaineer? Now, let me ask you this. Is the boomer sooner drunk? Uh... I think they're either both drunk or neither of them are drunk. But the boomer sooner is not a boomer. See, in a in a sober fight. Okay. Yeah, let's do I think sober and drunk. Sober fight. Okay. The mountaineer wins. Okay. Because if, if you get nasty. the you get the mountaineer drunk, he'll start trying to climb things. He'll fall off. And and also the can't mountaineer shoot straight. <laughs> exactly can't shoot straight. The boomer sooner man that that guy's a wild card. You don't know if he's gonna go crazy. That's true. But let's think of the mountaineers. Mountaineers like default setting is drunk. So they're right. kind of, you know, that's kind of their, their, Fair. they're yeah. used to that. I, Mountaineers, better camouflage, right? Their sure. Little, yeah. The leather outfit. Yeah. I don't know. They both got big guns. That, that's an intriguing matchup. Yeah. So, so who takes it home? I personally, I'm going to go with West Virginia. With the country roads? Uh, yes. The take you home? Take me home, baby. Because... West Virginia did the exit Sandman thing, which yeah, I thought was, was really funny cool. in Virginia yeah, Tech. And that was also, awesome. I do not believe in Harvey Dent, in the world which Harvey Dent is Spencer Rattler. I think he is unfortunately ugly and a bad football player. So <laughs> that's me. Is that a, wow. Do people think that Harvey Dent is Spencer Rattler? No, it's just... I was quoting Batman, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a stretch. Forgive me. Forgive me. Take me home. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I got Oklahoma in this one. Now, I will say, after knowing what the spread is, I would bet big money that West Virginia will cover the spread. Oh, okay. I don't think there's, with what I've seen from Oklahoma this year, and, and with what West Virginia did to Virginia Tech mm-hmm. last week, I really think that it's going to be a closer game than whoever made these odds is hoping to be. Maybe they hoped that that would like slip through, you know, the betting mm-hmm. people, but nope. I caught them. I'm going to bet money on this, and I'm going to walk away a happy man. I Nothing agree. slips through Elliot's grasp. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little morbid or interesting. <laughs> on to the next one, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Next up on the picks, we have something on the good old ESPN Plus. You know, that good old network where your game isn't good enough to get televised, so it gets thrown <laughs> on the streaming service. Half the time it doesn't have commentators. Yep. What's this ESPN Plus? What channel is it on? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't find it on my guide. Is it one of those HD channels? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I only know channels two, five, seven, and whatever the history <laughs> channel is. <laughs> PBS on channel seven. <laughs> they just raised the price of ESPN Plus, too. They did? Nine ninety nine instead of six ninety-nine. <laughs> Gotta get the Disney bundle. Yep, that's what my dad has, so big clutch. <laughs> All right, on ESPN Plus we have Kansas State ranked twenty-five, snuck into the top twenty-five. <laughs> versus Oklahoma State. OK State. Who left Boise early and <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Dan is picking the Cowboys to win this game. He's picking Oklahoma State to win this game to right. beat Kansas State. He chose OK State last week, and they came through for Yeah, so. so, I mean, better trust them. Yeah. Now, I do not trust Oklahoma State. I don't think, like, how could you possibly not score a point 
in the entire second half, only up one. Like, you're trying to ice the game, and your offense can't do a single thing. Right? I think that negative momentum gets carried into next week. Ooh. I think Kansas State has proven that it's beaten Stanford. It's beaten it yeah. can compete at the, you know, it's not a joke five team, you know. It's <laughs> at, like an That's actual cool. power five member. I think they will beat Ken. I think they will beat Oklahoma State. Alrighty, uh, I agree. Um, partially because I watched Justin take Kansas State very far in his NCAA dynasty. Oh, so yes, uh-huh. oh, yeah. I'm just carrying that juju. I won one national championship with Kansas State. Yeah, oh, there you yeah. go. And also the ghost of Bill Snyder. Oh, is going to uh, dance in. Van Gundy's head or Gundy's Mike Gundy's <laughs> head and Gundy's gonna lose it his mullet's gonna fall off and it's gonna be like the silvery slick back that Bill Snyder had in his 85th year as Kansas State head coach yep going for it K-State Fantastic. good analysis that was beautiful imagery <laughs> I enjoyed that um, I got the uh, K-State baby uh, Jacob Pullen you guys remember that guy? yeah basketball player yeah, oh, yeah. he lives on um, they will win <laughs> Oklahoma State, two really close wins against a Tulsa team that's better than they look. Yeah. Um, yeah. Giving teams problems. Uh, Boise that. State. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, I got uh, Kansas State, but it's going to be close. It'll be a good game. Hopefully a barn burner. You know, hopefully they learn never to put Kansas State on ESPN Plus again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Put some Stick respect. It to the yeah. Put yes. some respect on their name. Respect on those boys. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I think there are some good stadium names out there. The Shoe, you know, Autzen Stadium, the Coliseum. Lavelle Edwards. LES, yeah, Lavelle Stadium. <laughs> Oklahoma State's home field, Boone Pickens Stadium. That's pretty awesome. If that doesn't scream cowboy to you, I don't know. That's awesome. It does. That's terrifying. Wow. <laughs> I want to go to Boone Pickens. Boone Pickens Stadium. I, uh, my, uh, my dynasty with Oklahoma State, I was there for like seven years. <laughs> Horrible program, horrible culture. It was just a bad place for me and my family. (laughs) Had to get us out of there. Uh, It is always raining in Stillwater. Every single time I had a home game, it was always raining. Didn't matter if it was December, (laughs) September, October, November. Always raining. It was ridiculous. Uh, There's Tornado Alley. Be careful. Exactly. In Oklahoma, Stillwater. The Stillwater weren't steel. We were falling from the moonshine. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, yeah, moving on. Speaking of tornadoes and cyclones, though. Whoa. Yeah, we got the Iowa State Cyclones going up against Baylor on Fox. And so, I mean, Iowa State's favored by seven points, which, you know, why? Interesting. I don't know. Why are they ranked 14th in the nation? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Dan seems to think that they should be. He picked Iowa State to win this game, but you know what? Danny. I'm going with Baylor. One, because I want Baylor to succeed so that when we play them at Baylor, then, you know, it gives BYU the game a little more hype. I think Iowa State is a fraud team. They had their best season in program history last season. During the COVID year. During the COVID year. Not this year. I, I just think that they're showing who they really are. And I do not think that they are a 14th ranked team. Whereas I think Baylor is a legitimate ranked team. So I think oh. Baylor will win this game and hop into the top 25. Alrighty. I am with you. Baylor had kind of a shaky start this season against Texas State. And then they went to a different Texas school. I don't know. I don't care. There's too many of them. Could have been a high school <laughs> team for all I care. Beat up on them. Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but ISU, Iowa State, 100% agree, Justin. 
F word, massive Iowa State. They are huge frauds. So, Fraud. Baylor, Jeff Grimes getting back on track. Iowa State, just stop. Stop, stop with the stop. Iowa State hype. Same with UNC. Sorry, Justin, but overhyped. You know that Michael Jordan video? Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. <laughs> Classic. Um, so I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with Baylor. Okay. Because do you know who's still on Iowa State's football team? Who? Brock freaking Purdy. Yeah, that dude <laughs> that guy's sucks. Been there since like 2010. And I have watched enough primetime ABC Iowa State games to watch him throw away the football game. Yep. So I'm gonna take Baylor. I changed my pick on this one. I looked up the roster and I was like, "What? How is this guy still playing at Iowa State?" So Baylor all the way. Go Bears. Great pick. Thanks. Great pick. Reasonings very solid. There's a few guys out there that have been there forever, like on Utah. Which one? Oh, oh, is that like an off-color joke about something that happened this week? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. Why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? Oh, Britton Covey. Yeah, Britton Covey. Who's uh, been there since like 2000? <laughs> so yeah. So get this. Um, Devin Booker, uh-huh. who went to the NBA Finals, we all know, yeah, uh-huh. right? Yep. And Britton Covey. Entered college at the same time. Crazy. They were yep. both in college seven years ago. And Britton Covey's a junior. Since then, <laughs> Britton Covey is now a junior. Mm-mm. And Devin Booker is entering his seventh season in the NBA. That is insane. I graduated the same year as Britton Covey. Yeah. There you go. I played him in basketball. There's no way he should still play. <laughs> what a stat, man. Yeah. Is it I'm more bad. impressive that he has turned back time? So that he's a junior seven years later, or is it more impressive that his body is still intact seven years later? I think you know if you can turn back time like that, more power to you. Good for him. I okay. mean, if I was like what twenty five, twenty six, I'd still be. I had the chance to play college football. Why not? You know, okay, be balling yeah. out. Yeah, he probably wishes he was a little taller. Yeah, you know, <laughs> very true. Got that pass, but. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, poor guy. Yikes. All right, coming up, we got our ESPNU game of the week. 130 window. My favorite team in the nation other than BYU, UTSA. I said they were going to win, man, and they have been winning. They are playing Memphis. Memphis is a three-point favorite. Now, Dan, for whatever reason, picked Memphis. I mean, last week, he He picked Memphis, and they came through on that. Last play that was awesome. Yeah, and the SEC is still crying about it. (laughs) (laughs) But I got to pick UTSA. Like I said, one of the best G5 teams out there. UTSA will win this football game. Mm -hmm. And we apologize again for calling them UTEP. Yeah, (laughs) I called them UTEP on our very first episode. That was uh, bad by me. Uh, Verbal meme. The picture of Justin calling them UTEP, and then the Michael Jordan from The Last Dance, and I took that personally. <laughs> UTSA is on a revenge tour against Justin. They're winning this game. I like it. Um, so I'm actually taking Memphis. Ooh. Sorry, Ooh. guys. Um, That's okay. I just, man, these guys are like, they're. I feel like they just play pissed off, you know? And granted, I am just going off the fight, you know, that happened to come oh, Miami Beach <laughs> Brawl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love that. But um, I really don't think they're going to lose at home. They got the crowd behind them. UTSA, they're they're just going to body them up and be like, these guys don't even deserve to be here. All right. So fair enough. Strong pick. Here's my take. All righty. Uh, next, 
is another 130 window game. ESPN, we got number nine. Huh? Huh? <laughs> number nine, Clemson at North Carolina Saint. North Carolina Saint. <laughs> you know, Dan said that Clemson wasn't going to make the playoff. He called that before the season even started. Yeah. But he is picking Clemson to win this game as well as, well as me. How would you even say that? As well as I, like I'm, I'm I pick Clemson to win as well. <laughs> Clemson's gonna beat North Carolina State. Uh, I do think Clemson will drop another game this season. I don't think it'll be against North Carolina State. I think it'll probably be against Syracuse or Louisville. Ooh. But I think they're gonna win this game. Okay. Uh, I love Justin's got a Clemson schedule up here. I love looking through it and just like looking at all the teams in the ACC and just being like cupcake, 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 <laughs> cupcake, cupcake, and then their non-conference UConn. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, UConn is given a point two percent chance of winning that game. <laughs> wow. Um, I think that Clem sucks. Oh. I'm going Wolfpack by principle. I hate Clemson. Um, yeah, like I said, I went to the Ohio State Clemson game where they lost 31 to zero, and since that day, I've never forgiven them. And so NC State is—they have that in the back of their heads. They're like that kid from Provo, Utah, hates Clemson. We're gonna go win it for him. Yep. So yeah, that's absolutely that's how it's gonna go. Literally, my only reasoning. Beautiful. Uh, I got Clemson in this one. You know, well, I do agree. I think they're a little bit of a fraud as well. Mm. I, they're accurate. Their ranking's actually pretty accurate. Not gonna lie. Okay. Um, but yes, I do agree. The fact that they have uh, just walked through the ACC that changes this year, but not this game. Mm. All right. Ungalunga's gonna lose one soon. Ungalunga. <laughs> we still can't pronounce <laughs> his last name. Can't pronounce his last name. Ungalale. 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 On this college football podcast, I listen to Booger McFarland. He pronounces it wrong. I don't. He pronounces it Uyungalele. 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 Ungalungalele. I don't know. Ukulele? All right, I'm calling him Ukulele from now on. Okay. <laughs> okay, next up on our picks, we got Tamu, Texas A&M University, number seven in the nation, going up against number 16, Arkansas. Now, this is going to be a battle. Uh, yes. This game is in Jerry's world, right? Uh, yes, I think it is in Jerry's world. Yep, yeah. it's in the Cowboy Stadium. Texas A&M is favored by five and a half points. Which, interesting. I wonder when the last time Texas A&M was only five or favored by five and a half against Arkansas. Yeah, probably yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> Danny is picking Arkansas to upset Texas oh. A&M, the Aggies. Okay. Wow. And I am picking the same thing. I think Texas A&M, their offense is shaky at best. Mm-hmm. Their defense has been okay. But Arkansas has proven that they can put up points. And I think that Arkansas will overwhelm Texas A&M. All right. I am also going with Ark Kansas because uh, Texas A and M, well, their starting quarterback went down. Yeah, they barely beat a Colorado team that lost by thirty in Minnesota, and I don't like Jimbo Fisher. So Arkansas, fair. <laughs> I am again going against the green here. I'm picking Texas A and M because Arkansas really their only big quote unquote win was against Texas. And, I mean, Texas is Texas. perhaps the biggest fraud in all of college football. Yeah. Of all time. So, I got Belong Texas in the sun Exactly. I think the spirit of Johnny Manziel comes <laughs> to this game. He touches the players in a special way, and they destroy Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Um, quick little memory here. When me mm-hmm. and Elliot used to play in Sibley football, he would always use Texas A&M. 
Yeah. And the he would most always beat me. Team <laughs> they were insane. So OP. That team was Mike Evans, Johnny Menzel, yeah. whoever their other receivers were. Yeah. And that See? was like, yeah, that was their heyday. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh. Beautiful. Yep. We all love us some uh, Johnny football. Mm. Johnny football. Good times. One of the most entertaining players in all of sports. Yeah. Like, he really was. Maybe not the best, but. Oh, oh man. His days on the Browns. Yep. Ooh. Rough. <laughs> One of my most watched YouTube videos is that Alabama game where he went into this to Tuscaloosa and beat him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That was one of the best football games I've ever watched. So, so good. He was just so fun to watch. Like, college football needs, like, that crazy, energetic, charismatic, super cocky, super, like, cocky, yeah. super jerky kind of guy. They, they need another guy like that. We don't really have anybody like that this year in college really football, don't. right? It, no. I don't know if we've had one. I, was Baker the last one, maybe? I think ba- Baker was, Baker, yeah. yeah. Which, Planting we were going for his, we were going for his, like, oh, big yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, that was our first year in the field. It was a fun year. Um, I, Maybe, maybe Lamar, but he was just, Lamar was just he fun was, to watch he was because like, he was yeah. shifty. Like, yeah. he wasn't super, like. He wasn't, like, outspoken, I guess, right? True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, everybody hated Trevor Lawrence. But yeah. he wasn't like super cocky. No, Trevor it. Lawrence was like quiet and you know, he was like a leader in getting yeah. college football actually played in 2020. So shout yeah. out to him for that. True. Yeah. That's but just true. a boring personality. You know? Yeah. Looks like, like a horse. Humble. Yeah. You know? Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. We like this is college football. Guys. Loser. Yeah. We like the D bags. So. Rated last right now in the <laughs> NFL quarterback rankings. Zach, Wilson. exactly. Zach Wilson's 31. Hey, Trevor Lawrence is 32. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next game. We got our LSU. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. The Coach O Tigers. Going up against Mississippi State. Mike Leach. This is an all-time coaching battle. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Ed Ogeron versus Mike Leach. Ooh, baby. Okay, Dan picked Mississippi State. Interesting. I think LSU is going to win this game. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have any reasoning. I just think LSU is going to win. Okay. <laughs> That's Love solid. It. Love it. Um, I have very solid reasoning. I did my research extensively. Um, here's my reason. Okay. Last week we had a conversation. Would a bulldog beat a tiger in a fight? Mm. I was kind of leaning on the side that a bulldog could win. I was made fun of mm. by Justin and Mark. Mm. And I ended up losing that game yep. because I chose Mississippi State. So, <laughs> Mississippi State, again, going up against Tigers, Bulldogs, Tigers. I have learned mm. my lesson. I have repented. I'm a changed man. Tigers are winning this battle. Begs the question, though. Has the Bulldog learned its lesson against the Tiger? <sighs> Don't do that. Has he me. learned oh, new strategies? Man. Now, this is a new Tiger. <sighs> so, it's not the same Tiger. But now, the Bulldog has analyzed the Tiger's movements Knows what the tiger's gonna do. Maybe he has a shot at outsmarting the tiger this week. Don't do this to me, Justin. That's a fantastic. <laughs> don't narrative. make me think of this. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and last week it was in the tiger's home, so we're talking like savanna desert mm-hmm. or the jungle or yeah. Siberia. Um, this time we're in the dog pound. Mm-hmm. We are in the little the little dog house. The camel. And so, yeah, inside the kennel, right? And so a bulldog easily fits in there. It's its home, right? Whereas a tiger, it's got to be a pretty small tiger if it's going to the doghouse. Yeah. True. Dang it. I got to change my pick now. I'm going Mississippi State, guys. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Love it. Thanks for helping me reason through that. Yeah, of course. Unless LSU wins them, I'm going to be furious. That's what good friends do. Yep. (laughs)
I, I like it. Um, I got LSU in this one. Um, I do like the imagery of them playing, right? You know, LSU, right? They have the Savannah. That's their home. And then Mississippi State, right? They're playing in the doghouse, right? They got mm-hmm. the you got the that like janky kennel in the back in the backyard <laughs> with like all the crap littered in the yard. Oh yeah, a chain tied to it. Exactly, right? <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> but I think Orgeron is not gonna he's not gonna let his his boys lose. So okay. LSU. Right. This is kind of a big game for LSU too because they yeah. need to prove like that 2019 wasn't just a flash in the pan. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So big game. Also, Mike Leach literally has done nothing at Mississippi State. Yeah, yet, no. So. I mean, this is his second year, so yeah, gotta give him some time to bring in his players. That's, but. True. That's true. That's true. Just Good like point. Harbaugh. So yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to game number eight. We got a game that is actually really important for BYU's future. Huge. Uh, Boise State versus Utah State. Holy crap, dude! Boise State going to Ogden. We don't believe Logan. Mm. They're in Ogden. Ogden. Yeah. Ogden. It's Ogden. They get, Ogden. Really, they get really mad when you say Ogden. Oh, yeah. I love it. So, okay. Ogden. Ogden. Okay. Boise State's going. They're nine-point favorites on the road. Uh, Which is kind of surprising to me. But yeah, honestly, yeah, because they're 1-2. They're 1-2. One they're 1-2 one one right now. But And Utah State's 3-0. Dan picked Boise City. Remember, Boise is not a state. Boise is not a state. Love it. And Boise still isn't a state, but I think they will beat Utah. I think they'll beat Utah State. They will not be. Utah is not a state after this game. Yeah, wow. I just I, <laughs> the state that we live in is not a state. <laughs> no, but I I really think that Boise State. My reasoning here is I think it is much more unlikely for Boise State to go one and three than it is likely for Utah State to go three and uh, four and zero. Oh. That's actually a good point. I don't think Boise State will allow itself to go one and three. I think two and two is a nice fit. Utah State being three and one, I think that's reasonable. I think Boise State wins this game. Actually, I really like that reasoning because it would be really weird to look at that game and be like, "Wait, Utah State is four and zero, and Boise State's one and three. Yeah. And also, I want there to be some juice when Boise State comes to Provo, right? Yeah. That's when we're all guessing they'll debut the All Navies, right? That's yeah. What we're guessing. Uh, yes. So I don't know. I want there to be some juice there, but let me say one thing: if I were not going to Arizona State, the to Arizona this weekend, going to the Arizona State game. Right. I honestly would buy a ticket and go to this game okay. because I think this is going to be fantastic. It's going to be on national television, CBS, Utah State, Boise State, Mountain West Conference rivalry. Utah State's on the roll. Boise State's not. It's going to be packed full of you know eight and a half thousand fans. It's going to be rocking. I'm going with the redheaded stepchild. Utah State wins this game. Okay. Sound logic. Very sound logic. <laughs> I got to agree with you. With Utah State, um, as much as I I like Boise State to win this game, I think that's crazy that they're nine point favorites going into Utah State. Yeah, come on, Ogden. Um, <laughs> but I think Utah State is going to get it. They're going to win. Um, now their defense is a little suspect. They mm. forty five points to Air Force. Air yeah. Force. Wow, that's probably like that's gotta be the most amount of points scored in like a long time by Air Force. So yeah, hopefully we get a, an instant classic here, um, and it's a barn burner. I would love that. Yep. Absolutely love that. Next game up, we have the big noon kickoff game, Soldier Field, 10 a.m. on Fox, oh, number yeah. 12, Notre Dame versus number 18, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. 
Dan's picking Notre Dame. The Fighting Irish to win this game. Interesting. I think Notre Dame is a fraud team. Okay. I don't think they're very good. Here, here. They had close games with bad teams. Toledo. They beat. Uh, I mean, they beat. What was it Purdue last week? Purdue. But Purdue also not good. Wisconsin. Now this is the big storyline. Notre Dame's quarterback Jack Cohn was quarterback mm. for Wisconsin. Transferred. He's coming home to maybe beat Wisconsin. Wow. Not gonna happen. Wisconsin's winning this football game. I agree. Jamal Williams had the unfortunate luck of calling Green Bay Packers the ex-girlfriend, and Lions got stomped. So I think Jack Cohn is going to do the same thing. I think that he's looking at Wisconsin as a potential ex-girlfriend, a lot of emotions going into the game, and Notre Dame's a fraud, so Bucky all the way, Wisconsin. I like that. Um, I'm going to actually change my pick here as well. Some really compelling arguments. I think Wisconsin takes it. I, I agree. Even though they're playing in Chicago, you know, ooh, Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that makes any difference at all. And uh, Notre Dame, yeah, here we are again. <laughs> you know, they're two and zero. They're gonna drop a game to someone to the good to a good team that plays them, and this is the game right here. So, I like see it. you later, Cone. Enjoy. Getting drafted and playing a year as a backup in the NFL. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, I think main takeaway from this, Rudy was offsides. Rudy was offsides. That'll prove this game. Mm. Has absolutely no relation to Rudy or that game in particular. But if Wisconsin wins, Rudy was offsides. Rudy was offsides. brutal take. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Although, I'm shout a fan out. of it. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking movie Rudy. Sean yeah, Astin, right? Of course. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. Real yeah, Rudy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, we love him. We yeah. love you. Yeah. But Sean Astin, definitely offsides. Offsides. Wow. Jumped. Mm-hmm. Jumped the ball. Man. Man. <laughs> now, last game of our 10-game pick is bum, 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 number 15, Brigham Young University, coming in 23-point favorites. <laughs> Against the University of Southern Florida. Some spread. Dan picked BYU. <laughs> rightfully so. I also picked BYU. I think this is a classic trap game spot for us. Mm-hmm. After two very emotional games, I think Lavelle Edwards Stadium will not be as rocking as it was the past couple games. Yep. I think that BYU is probably tired and beaten up a little bit. Mm-hmm. University of Southern Florida, not very good. I don't think University of Southern Florida has a chance. But I think we will win. BYU will win but we will not cover the spread. Oh, okay. I'm predicting a 31-23 victory. Wow, that's actually really close. It's kind of like a UTSA of last year kind of game. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so I'm kind of going to go along the same lines. And like, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, but me and Justin are going to break it down later for mm-hmm. you guys earlier in this episode. Never mind, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Time jumping. Yes. Uh, anyway, I... Would like to see BYU cover the spread. Okay. I do not think it'll happen, but I'm going to pick BYU to win 45 to 10 because that's what I want to happen, and okay. emotions rule my life as a sports fan. So nice BYU 45 10. Great picks. Got BYU. Obviously, we're gonna win this game, but I like what you said, Justin. This is gonna be a trap game for us. We're coming off three emotional wins against the Pac-12. Um, but here's my thing. And my, my take on BYU right now, I really don't think we've been tested. Yeah. Because the Pac-12 is really turning out to be just a, a crappy conference and just crappy teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
Last year against, or excuse me, last game against Arizona State, they moved the ball like a hot knife through butter at certain mm-hmm. parts of that game. Yeah. Um, so I think our defense is suspect, especially with Keenan Peely out. Um, so I think this will be a game of what are we really made of? But there's no way that we lose this game at home. Yeah. Lavelle Edwards. So taking the Cougs. Um, my score on this one will be 38 to 17. Okay. 38 to 17. Okay. So we'll Almost covering the spread. Yep. Close early. And then we'll pull away. We'll probably force some turnovers. USF score, maybe yeah. completely underestimate the power of less. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hopefully we'll it's, it. you know, hopefully it's a good turnout. Yeah, hopefully. I guess we'll have to see. All right. Jared won't be there. Going out of town. I know. What a guy. I <laughs> uh, dude, I was checking the temperature. So the kickoff in the Arizona, it's like 730 local time. Sun should be down. It's going to be 101 at kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> At 7.30. <laughs> 7.30 at night. So Jared might be dead. I yep. might be shirtless. <laughs> Bring some water, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be insane. But at least the sun will be down. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm telling myself. Yep. All right, so those are our 10 picks. I guess we'll see who goes undefeated this week. Is this well, the week that one of us goes 10-0? and 0? LA's feeling confident. I don't know. This week. I'm probably gonna go three and seven, but we'll see. This is a, maybe this is the week. Realist. Uh-huh. Yep. Alrighty. Well, that about does it. Thank you, Elliot, for coming on. We loved loved having you on here. You'll yeah. be a recurring guest. Mm-hmm. Get you back on here Super again. Super stoked, you guys. This has been awesome. I've loved it. Alrighty. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Les Talk. Les is Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We love. We're loving our community. Uh, we it's growing. We just hit fifty followers on Instagram. Heck, during yes. this show. Baby so we hit fifty thousand. Oh, sorry, we hit fifty thousand. We hit fifty followers, <laughs> but we did hit one thousand listens. Yes, our podcast have been listened to one thousand times. We are extremely grateful for all of you guys. Those five of you in Tucson, yes, the one person that listened to us in Wyoming, yeah, people listen to us in California and Utah. We love all you guys. Please share the show if you're enjoying it. Please leave that five star review. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're downloading the episodes. Uh, follow us follow at Let's Talk Pod Instagram, Twitter. And please make sure you are looking at Jared's watch guides on letstalkpodcast.com. They're amazing. They are absolutely fantastic. If you guys are looking to uh, just like turn on the the TV, go to the the watch guide. Is that what you call it? Mm -hmm. Uh Yep. Absolutely fantastic. That stuff, like ESPN should just buy that from them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, be honest. Well, thank you. That's a, that's a great that's compliment. That's what we're going for. So. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get bought out by some big company and we can do this for money. You know? Yeah, so we'll sell out. Marshall, <laughs> we're looking at you. Yeah, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do like, <laughs> it'll be like the PMT clean version. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That'll be us. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Woohoo! Rock, 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 rock.